Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Sorry, I'm just reading the chat. The chat is, is, is sometimes it's more fun than doing the show. There's a, a guy in the chat, some guy, Dave, I trip out reading the chat sometimes. And uh, he's talking about the book signings. He's like, Dan, get there early. Dan scribbles his name at the end. Listen, he, he's not entirely wrong. I, I can't fake the funk on you, folks. My hands, like after two, three hours, your your hands feel like like little pieces of breakable spaghetti at the end. And you're just like, you'll see me. I'll be like holding the pen like this. And I'm like barely trying. I'm sorry, Dave. My signature is not the nicest in the world. My sincere apologies if you're coming to the book signing at uh, the Books A Million this Friday. It's at two o'clock, Grapevine Mills Mall. Um, I, this, my signature's not the greatest, even when my fingers are fresh and frosty, but I promise we'll have a good time regardless. But hey, he's not wrong. By the way, special programming note, tomorrow's the big day. We're doing a simulcast, two hours special with Steven Crowder. Going to be broadcast on both channels, but you ready? Take a note right here. The show will start tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So two hours earlier. The reason is we're going to go two hours. We're going to go nine to 11, but I need about a half an hour to get over to the radio station for the radio show. So we're not doing it to mess with you. I legit have to get over to do the radio show. So 9A tomorrow. So if you want to get in the chat early, we're going to launch the chat early. I'll be there doing my thing. But 9 a.m. tomorrow, you can always watch it at the normal time. It's, I mean, it's available afterwards, obviously. But I will see you there tomorrow. I got a stack show for you today. Today's show is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. Stop giving your money to woke companies. Don't give a damn about you. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Big update on the cocaine story. I told you. And then probably the most horrendous idea yet we've seen from a Republican candidate that if this candidate does not pull back on this, I think the candidate's going to have a difficult time going forward. Some of you know what I mean. If not, stay tuned. ExpressVPN. What if there was someone out there kept a log of every single thing you did? Be pretty creepy, right? What if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet providers are allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. It reroutes your internal connection through secure service so your internet provider can't see, uh, can't see your log, which you do online. A lot of VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no-logs claim they even have one of the biggest assurance firms, PricewaterhouseCoopers, audit their technology. So no wonder The Verge named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now. Find out how you can get three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Producer Joe. And we have liftoff, Dan. I told you guys yesterday that this cocaine story at the White House was obviously some kind of a cover-up. I just wish they would come clean. Is the cover-up at the FBI or is the cover-up at the Secret Service? The answer is, I don't know. However, the Jesse Waters team, now you're starting to... (laughs) Wait, before I go to this, now do you see why I've been talking about this forever? Because maybe some people... I got to turn the bar. Sometimes I turn on the show and... 
play myself there, play. I like watching the chat. I told you that I've been hearing some stuff, and some of the stuff is now starting to filter into the media. Jesse Waters ran a segment on this last night, and it turns out they did find something on the baggie that we were initially told nothing was found on. I'm going to explain to you what this means, and as always, I'll give you both sides in the interest of fairness, but major update that seems to be a big curveball in the investigation of White House cocaine incident, probably not the first one either. Check this out. They told us they didn't find any DNA, but the documents say they did. Remember, the Coke baggies been blown up. The Secret Service took the evidence from Quantico and they destroyed it. They didn't want the FBI to have it. But there's more evidence that they didn't destroy. An envelope with three tubes of DNA. Where'd they get the DNA from? They got the DNA off the baggie. So the Secret Service lied. And so did the White House. They did find DNA on the baggie. And the DNA was processed and has been moved to an evidence vault for preservation. So the Secret Service has an insurance policy. Now, to be transparent about this, the Secret Service is saying it's secondary DNA. Anyone in the chat know what that is? Secondary DNA. Let's say Guy's an officer of the Secret Service. He goes and collects his bag, puts it in an evidence bag, and brings it over for processing. Secondary DNA is when the sample's contaminated by people who may have transported the bag for processing or others. There have been actual cases about this in court. Not that we need to do a court TV episode here, but guys and, and ladies have been convicted on DNA samples. Well, this guy specifically in this case, and it turned out the guy had nothing to do with it. His DNA was transported to the scene by a first responder who went to the scene. Could it be secondary DNA? It could. But ladies and gentlemen, there is, I'm telling you, zero chance they didn't pull a print off this thing. And if it is secondary DNA, how do you know it's secondary DNA? In other words, are you claiming, oh, it's secondary DNA because a staffer may have touched the bag in the White House? How do you know the staffer didn't put the bag in the cubby hole in order to stash it because it was a drop for some family member? Listen, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but this case stinks to the freaking heavens. And nobody's telling us the truth on this thing. I'm going to follow this. I'm not letting this story go because it's really going to break up trust in yet another federal entity that people really cared about and trusted for a long time. And you can't, I'm not going to let them do what they did to the FBI. I'm not. I care about that place. I work there. It's not going to happen. You better start telling the truth about this. If that fingerprint disappeared, where's the video? If the video disappeared, why didn't you interview the likely suspects? You know who they are. All right. Well, you would think, but now they're saying, well, we need court documents to get a sample of people's DNA. Fine. So get the court documents, subpoena the DNA sample. You know who it is, who was there. You could easily find out who this is. And if it's secondary DNA, by the way, and the Secret Service saying, well, we need a court document. Why would you need a court document if you're sure it's secondary DNA? None of this makes any sense at all. Okay, moving on before Guy loses his mind. This is by far the most horrendous idea of the election cycle so far. So far, And by the way, this may be Republicans or Democrats. This is up there. This idea is so bad. It's up there with like reparations. This is how awful of an idea this is. 
And you, listen, I don't like piling on Republican on Republican violence. We've got enough problems with the Democrats. I get it. But the idea of doxing everyone on social media and government regulating algorithms on social media as a tech investor myself, especially with Rumble right now, I can't possibly think of a worse idea than the government running our media company. Who said it? Not only once, but twice. Nikki Haley. And, 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 and again, what, what's probably the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Folks, if she doesn't retract this, I got to tell you, this is disqualifying. This is absolutely disqualifying. Take a listen. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's First of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is now. Next to what they say, accountability, and they know their pastor and their family members going to see it. <laughs> Folks, I want you to think about this. Chatsters, bad idea? Yes, bad idea. No, great idea. Why? Bad idea and freaking terrible idea. Think about it, right? In the chat, who are our most popular chatsters we get? We got at Lisa R. I see in there a lot. I see the McGroin crew there. Shaken, Aiken, and the rest of them holding. Imagine all of you having to submit to me. You're, you're in my chat. I don't even want to know your real names. It's nothing personal. I just feel like you have the right to anonymity in the chat. Oh my gosh. It is overwhelmingly unanimous. Maybe the first 100%. This is a freaking awful idea. Look at I can't even read them quick enough. At Sunstar. Then nobody in there has a real name. Why am I, Dan Bongino, entitled to your real name? Why? Maybe you like my show and it's my chat. Maybe you like my show, yet you work for some liberal company and understandably you want to keep your politics separate. Maybe your name is Jon Snow, like Game of Thrones guy or something, and you just don't want people to know that. That's your business. I'm not going to kick you out of my chat. It's the dumbest freaking idea I ever heard. Folks, she's really starting to scare me because she's gathering a lot of momentum. There's some new polls out that have her running second in Iowa, second in New Hampshire. And she's actually polling at like 13, 14% New Hampshire. This is scary stuff. Now, I don't like Republican on Republican political violence. So I'm just saying, I'm suggesting to the Haley campaign, listen, we're a rather large show. It's not me blowing smoke. I'm not trying to scare anybody off. And if she was the Republican nominee, I'm obviously going to support her over Biden. But this has to go. You got it's it's okay. It's a mistake. You made a mistake. It's a big one. But you need to retract this. You need to say, I screwed up. I'm sorry. The public's not there right now for this. I was just thinking about national security and I screwed up. I don't know any easier way to say it, but this is a major screw up. Now, in case you're out there thinking, oh, this was a mistake and a slip of the tongue, it wasn't. She actually said it again on this podcast with these uh, interviewers here on the podcast. Here, listen to yourself. They need to verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name. 
Because when what about he, smug? Does he does he qualify? I, I've provided them with my government. If, if, <laughs> if smug is on your driver's license, then and look, you can put smug in parentheses. But I want everybody's name. No, no, you don't get to demand people's names, Miss Haley. You don't get to do that. We're not in a tyranny here. It's a liberal, liberty-loving society. Neither me, the companies I invest in, my chat folks, the people who listen to me on Rumble, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever, you're not entitled to their names. Where is it going to end? Technically, you could classify, I guess, Rumble as social media if you wanted to, too. We have a chat room. It's kind of a micro blog in there. No, you're not entitled to that. Can you imagine? Think about one last thing. I don't want to beat this thing to death. True Social, Donald Trump's platform, which is probably a good portion of Trump's supporters are on. I'm on there. I'm at D. Bongino. My producers are on there. Guy's on there on truth. Imagine them demanding every single person identify themselves on truth. So they're watching everything you do by name. Next thing you know, they'll want your IP address and your address too. No freaking way. My suggestion, folks, if you are a Haley supporter, you're free to support whoever you want. But you need to email her today, even if you're not, and her campaign and say, listen, this has got to go. Just retract it. People screw up. They say dumb stuff. I have disagreements with candidates on a lot of things. A lot of things. Even President Trump on some issues. This is a huge mistake. All right, I haven't done an Is It Bad Enough segment yet, folks. And I've been getting a lot of requests for this because things are getting really ugly. And the question I ask all the time, not is it getting ugly, how freaking yeah, it's getting ugly. We know it's getting ugly. We see it on video. Big cities, crime, inflation peaked again yesterday. Oh, no, Dan, it was only three point something. Yeah, no shit. On top of the nine and the six percent, it's not going down. It's still going up. At double the rate, the Federal Reserve says they need for dollar stability. Inflation's bad. However, that's not the question. The question is, is it bad enough yet that people change their voting behavior? We take this poll every time. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it's bad enough. No, it's not. People are going to vote the same way. You put it in the chat. You know how I feel. It's not bad enough yet. I said it before the election we had a couple of weeks ago. I said it after the election. And it turns out I was right. People are continuing to vote Democrat despite the Democrats crapping all over them all the time. It's like they don't want change. It's like more of the same, baby. Bring on the crime, the inflation, the shit economy, whatever. I want you to watch. This video is hard to watch. I'll have to VO it because uh, there's no real sound to it. But this is a video out of Philadelphia. This is in the middle of the freaking day. It's a family in front of their house. Here you see a bunch of home invaders pull up with guns, drag the parents. It's hard to watch, folks. Drag them in the house. They tie them up. Look, you see the blank spot there, the, bla the, uh, the blurry spot? That's a four-year-old. That's the kid. They break into the house. They're looking. This looks like an inside job, by the way. I'm not, I don't know all the details, but it looks like they knew exactly where to go. This guy, I believe, was a business owner. So we'll see. And then you'll see them later wheeling out a safe. They take out a safe from this place. This is in the middle of the day. Folks, we're going to do a little self-defense stuff later at the end of the show. I want to get to that because there's another video I've got proving a point I made about controlling the hips later in the show. If you ever, God forbid, in a situation you can't get out of. But I'm sorry to tell you, you know, if you're asking me for some tips on how to prevent this, 
I don't have an easy one. Carry a firearm while on your front lawn? That's the best I can tell you. Dan, that sounds crazy. Does it? You know what sounds crazier? A couple of home invaders pulling up in front of your house and mugging you while you're on your front lawn. This is insane that we've got to actually have these conversations. And for those of you questioning why I keep saying, there was a guy yesterday very mad at me on social media, and I understand you're allowed to be mad at me. Not everyone has to agree with me. I actually appreciate the feedback. A guy said, Dan, stop telling people to leave these liberal states. That's giving up. It is absolutely not giving up. It's tactically fighting smarter. You are not safe there. Here is another reminder that no matter what you do in a liberal state, you will be on the wrong side of it if you do the right thing. New York Post. You see this story? There was a woman in the, in the subway. She was being threatened by this homeless guy who was going to mug her. This guy comes out, this hero vigilante guy, or if they call him a vigilante, I just call him a hero. He pulls out his firearm and he lets around go to get the mugger away and winds up saving him. A woman could have been killed. The woman in the story, if you read down later in the story, is like, well, you know, I wish he wouldn't have had a gun. I wish he wouldn't have been armed. Folks, you can't win. The guy got locked up. The guy's in jail. This is getting uglier by the minute, but it's not bad enough for people to change their voting behavior. Here's my theory on this with crime and the economy. Folks, we're not even close to bad enough yet. I know we see these videos. I'm going to play this dad, this video with his dad coming up next. He lost his 15-year-old kid. Kid got jumped. They killed the kid. It's absolutely disgusting. Killed this kid. The dad's, and now, because it was a a black-on-white crime, you haven't heard a lot about this. The dad's like, well, the cops told me, and I believe there's some unique reason. Well, unique reason? Really? It's a narrative. That's why. But I can tell you, I can almost prove to you things aren't bad enough yet. Nothing changed in New York City. Almost 3,000 people were murdered in one year. We're not even close to that. I hope we never get there. God forbid. We're not even close to that. Things didn't change in the 80s for Jimmy Carter till inflation peaked out and there were gas lines. Folks, we're still not even close. I I don't want that to happen. I'm just telling you, all these people optimistic about the next election saying we're going to win in a landslide. I think we got a damn good shot of winning, especially if Trump's on the ballot. A damn good shot. But don't I don't want to hear anything about a red wave. Not a peep. I hear red wave. I'm out. I'm out. Whatever I'm watching, I know they don't know what they're talking about. How many red waves are you going to predict that don't materialize? Having said that, it could get bad enough, and it could get bad enough fast. I'm going to show you this video coming up in a second. Let me just get to my next sponsor. It's his father, and I want you to listen very specifically how he talks about the investigation into his son's alleged killers. Unique circumstances. The circumstances were reversed. This thing would be a national story. It's ridiculous. Folks, it's finally here. The Field of Greens, uh, Field of Greens sale, their Black Friday sale. Listen, let me just be straight with you. This is a, this is a, uh, a product I've been taking forever. I swear by it. I love it. Like I said, I'm 48. I'm not old, but I'm not young either. I need every life hack I can get. This, this stuff has been gold to me. It's called Field of Greens. It is ground up, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables. My skin, my hair, nails, blood pressure for me. My blood work has been fantastic since I started taking. I take it twice a day. This is the wild berry. It tastes delicious. Healthy, wholesome, ground up fruits and vegetables. We know you need your fruits and vegetables, folks, but sometimes you don't have time. You don't have time to cook them. This is your fruit and vegetable insurance. It comes in lemon, lime as well. I love it. I have more energy throughout the day. The Black Friday sale is on. It's incredible. Right now, you can get up to 30% off when you use code SALE, SALE, S-A-L-E. 
I love it. I love Field of Greens. I promise this will be one of the best things you add to your life. Don't miss this massive sale. Get up to 30% off your order. Do it today. Email me about it. Give it a couple weeks. Visit fieldofgreens.com, enter code SALE. Pick it up right here. Visit fieldofgreens.com, enter code SALE, fieldofgreens.com, up to 30% off your order. Try it today. Swear by this product. They've been with me a long time. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code SALE. Right back to the show. Here's what I was talking about. Is it bad enough yet? I don't know, folks. Here is his father. This is a really tragic story. His son's 15 years old. They get into a dispute about some air buds or something like that. Now, back in the day, folks, after school fights, Joe, you remember back in the day, you went outside. I had a sure fight with this guy, Tommy. I remember you go, you punch each other a few times. Yeah. Uh, the UPS guy came and broke it up. I'll never forget. He was winning a fight at times. So I'm actually glad the UPS guy. We're actually friends now on Facebook, which is hilarious. I got my ass kicked off. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it was like a thing, like a rite of passage in these cities. Like, you know, I won maybe two, lost like 10. That's probably why I got into like the jujitsu stuff. I was like, I ain't losing no more fights. I wasn't very good at it. Fighting wasn't my thing. I wasn't a particularly aggressive guy. Now you get into a fight outside of school and unfortunately it results in, you know, what appears to be an alleged homicide here. Well, the kid's dead. Here's the dad. Now, the perpetrators in this don't fit the racial narrative the media loves. The guy who was killed was white. Some of the perpetrators here are minority. Now, this story didn't seem to get any national traction. Is it bad enough yet? I don't know, but listen to this poor dad. Check this out. Any idea why it's taken police so long? You've got, you've got the videotape. Um, as we know from, law, from the law, you don't have to be the one to to deal the fatal blow. If you're part of a gang that attacks somebody and somebody dies, you, you get arrested for murder. That's just the way it works. Why is it taking so long? Well, um, I'm, I'm in close contact with the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department's detective division, and they are working very diligently. They haven't given me a reason why they haven't made an arrest yet, but uh, they do have, there's other videos that are not released to the public, just so that you're aware of that. And exactly what occurred was that uh, Jonathan was actually attacked first by a few kids and they couldn't beat him up because he was so strong. And then so all the other kids joined in and beat him to death after that. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I'm just stunned. You think the police are dragging their feet for some reason? I can't I can't figure it out. Well, I, uh, I can tell you that I've had sat down and had meetings with these detectives and they're very highly efficient at their work. I think that there's a lot of other unique factors involved. Um, unfortunately, the school went and gathered up some of these kids and before, even though they were told not to. And, you know, I think that they were just trying to help, but uh, it ended up causing a lot of problems. So the investigation got complex. I'm uh, folks. I really, I get, I get exhausted with all this media nonsense. If this, again, if you could gin up some racial hatred in the United States and the circumstances were reversed, this would be a national story, but because it doesn't fit your preferred narrative, all of a sudden, nobody seems to care. This poor dad, unique circumstances. Is it bad enough yet? Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think so. I really don't. That's insane considering how bad it is. You want to see how bad it is really in action and how liberals, they're slowly coming around. And when I say slowly, I mean like at a freaking glacial pace. Before I play this next clip of New York City Mayor Eric Adams, you may I keep in contact with a lot of people from New York. I don't run a lot of New York stories 
The problem with that is a lot of media organizations are based in New York. I don't know if you know this, but there's a big like thing in media where they're always afraid to run New York stories because they feel they're biased because they live there. So they play too much of them. However, what's going on in New York City right now is a national story on my is it bad enough cabinet file. People in New York are now being told, despite having some of the highest tax rates anywhere in the free market world in New York City, between city, state, and federal taxes, and even county and property taxes if you're outside of the city, right? They pay some of the highest tax rates in the world. They're now being told the parents, hey, listen, we may have to cut back on public safety and you may have to go and volunteer at your kid's school because we're running out of your tax money because we have to pay for all these illegal immigrants. There is a small, I get it, small number, but a small number of liberal parents who've now started to speak out on radio shows and TV on cable and been like, what kind of bullshit is this? I'm, t- I'm paying you guys 18000 a year per student or roughly in that ballpark in tax dollars, and I got to volunteer at my kid's school despite working all day because you ran out of my money to pay for a bunch of illegals in what you wanted as a sanctuary city in the first place? Listen to the mayor explain this thing. He's getting destroyed right now. By the way, this is probably the reason he's under investigation, speaking out against illegal immigration. But that's besides the point. This is what I'm talking about. By what I, If you ever think of the opportunity cost of money, this is a perfect example right here. You can't spend money on two things at the same time. You either got to have illegals in there, you're paying for them, or you're going to pay for the taxpayers. Check this out. This is all my time in government. Of this is probably one of the most painful ex- exercises I've gone through. And, you know, when we look at uh, around police, what the numbers of our police officers are going to be uh, and how we've done so well in dropping crime in our city. When we look at the school safety agents, uh, when we look at some of the other initiatives that we're doing uh, that, uh, you know, it's going to it's going to be extremely painful for New Yorkers. And that is why we continue to say we need help. It cuts. The budget cuts are going to be extremely painful for the illegal immigrants. No, for you. Folks, this is not Florida, like a low tax state. You realize New York City residents, especially at the higher end of the income scale, are paying probably 45% or more of their income to some government entity in the form of taxes. In other words, half the time they work, they work to finance this shithole we call government. This absolute toilet bowl we call government. And these dipshits can't figure out a way to partition the money to at least benefit the citizens and pay it? Yeah, you're damn right. Is it bad enough yet? No. Is it getting there? Maybe. I can prove it to you. I can guarantee you. If Eric Adams' name were on the ballot tomorrow, if they did one of these British parliamentary systems, let's hold the new uh, flash vote here thing going on right now, right? If they did that now and he ran against the Republican, even a rhino, he would win by 30 points because it's not bad enough. I'm sorry to tell you, Democrats in New York, not Republicans fighting a good fight. Democrats. I feel bad for you conservatives and libertarians and Republicans. This is exactly what you voted for. He ran on sanctuary city crap, taxation and all this other stuff. And that's exactly what you're getting. Does it explain the DOJ investigation into him, by the way? Because he's blaming this all on illegal immigration from the Biden team? Could be. I don't know. We're going to have to. Yeah, right. We're going to have to. Joe's got a hairball. Maybe kind of, sort of. 
All right, I'm going to take a quick break, get to these sponsors, because I want to play on the other side. I, we're getting to the sponsors early today, but there's a reason. What the hell happened on Capitol Hill yesterday? Did you see it? Ladies and gentlemen, it was like this. Every, shooting double legs up on Capitol Hill. Uh, personally, I was like, yes. People are like, yeah, it's going to be decorum up on Capitol Hill. Decorum, my ass. These people all hate you. What do you think I respect? That? I don't respect any of them. But you see what happened up on Capitol Hill? A near UFC fight broke out. And by the way, the guy on the other side, the uh, the guest up on Capitol Hill, I don't think he knew what he was getting into. You don't want to be throwing down with this guy. Stay tuned. Some of you in the chat asked me earlier. I answered you. You said, are you going to cover this? I said, hell yeah. think I'd miss that. What are you, crazy? Hey, you tired of scrolling through TV shows and finding nothing but the same mind-numbing content? I am. Bunch of liberal garbage that doesn't resonate with most of America. Well, don't waste your time with that nonsense. Instead, use that time to learn something new and inspiring. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important subjects at hand. Learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the real meaning of the U.S. Constitution. These courses are amazing, by the way. The rise and fall of the Roman Republic or the history of the ancient Christian church. All of this is available for free. Personally, I recommend, they're all the courses are great, but Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the Constitution is amazing. It's a 12 lecture course. We will explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced. Start whenever and wherever you want. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people. Go to hillsdale.edu slash Bongino to start. Highly recommended. It's free and easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash Bongino to start. Thanks, Hillsdale. Great course. Our last sponsor today, GenuCell. Thanksgiving's a week away. It means the best GenuCell skincare sale of the year, just in time for the holidays. The GenuCell skincare most popular package is back for you to look stunning for your Thanksgiving gatherings with the brand new GenuCell 3, also included in your most popular package. We mean you could look 10, 15, even 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Sunny from Illinois says, I gave GenuCell skincare five stars because the products do exactly what they promised to do. It's working. I love all the products and I highly recommend it. Take advantage of the GenuCell skincare best sale of the year. Say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, bags, and puffiness, the laugh lines, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other. But don't take my word for it. You'll look and feel your absolute best or your money back, no questions asked. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan for incredible holiday discount better than 70% off on GenuCell skincare, most popular package with GenuCell 3 and dark spot corrector. Paula loves this stuff. And for results in 12 hours or less, the immediate effects is included free. Go to GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan, GenuCell.com slash Dan now for a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. Did you see this yesterday? Folks, I, I got to tell you and be straight with you here. Usually the show focuses on edutainment, educational entertainment to steal that from Boogie Down Productions, right? I like to educate and entertain at the same time. This has no educational value whatsoever. This is just pure entertainment. Up on Capitol Hill yesterday, this union leader is testifying. Now, I didn't learn this till yesterday, but these guys apparently have a long-running beef, which I'm going to show you in a second. So the guy you're going to hear talking is a Republican senator, Mark Wayne Mullen. The dude is badass, like legit badass, like an MMA fighter with a record. Not the kind of guy you want to toy with ever. The other guy, I don't know, looks like he's ate too many Twinkies or something. But he's a tough guy nonetheless, especially a big talker. I don't think he expected any of this. Check this out. Like he's self-made. 
Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solutionary problem? No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what he it. said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. What are you going to do? I don't know, Donnie. What are you going to do? Is that Viva, by the way, in the chat, throwing me a $20 tip there? You don't have to do that, brother. I saw the crazy hair icon pop up there. We love Viva. Don't mess with Mark Wayne Mullen, folks. Listen, there are, again, I'm 48 years old. Can't say this enough. I feel like I could generally handle myself. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a 20-year-old MMA fighter who's got a record. Not Mark Wayne Mullins older than that. But you come up to me in the street, you're 10 pounds heavier and you want to fight. Folks, I'm not dumb. I don't want to die. I'm finding any way out of that because I'm not stupid. Now, if I can't and I got to fight, then I got to fight. But I ain't going to try. What's this Twinkie-eating dude starting to... You want to throw it down? You... What is he crazy? And you know what? All these people, uh, decor, ah, screw the decorum, my ass. Decorum. De de decorum. You kidding me? We got terror supporters in Congress supporting Hamas. People with their arms blown up. Uh, decorum. Yeah, okay, sure. I didn't even know this, apparently. They've got, uh, they've got some long-running beef, I guess. This isn't the first time these two went at it. I guess they've been attacking each other for a long time. This is back in March of this year. It's short, but these two have gone at it before. Here, check this out. What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah. What do you? What do you? What job have you committed, or have you have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job, other than sucking the paycheck out of some other body, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues. And no, we don't force them. Senator, you've asked the You're question. out of line. Let him answer Actually, the question. And no, don't tell me I'm out of line. You are in line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. Well, you, you, you frame, don't tell me. You I'm frame, making a you frame, you frame Sir, the statement. You frame the statement. Oh, shut your mouth. Yeah. Because you don't know you're what you're talking about. You're going to tell me to shut my mouth? Yes, yeah. I did. Hold it. Yeah. Hold it. Yes, tough guy. I'm not afraid of physical. Hold it. But don't sit there and tell me I'm out of line. By the way, how hilarious is Bernie Sanders? You are a United States senator. You're a billionaires and billionaire. You are a United States senator. Sit down. I am a communist. Only we kill people. You don't get to kill them. That's exclusively a communist thing. Gulags first. We kill no one on the spot. Must torture first. Bernie. Bernie tried to be the voice of reason. You are a United States senator. And we know. So are you, Bernie. So are you. Take a shower once in a while, huh? Stop the communist bullshit. That's, of course, I was. There's no educational value to that at all. Guy, can you take? Can someone give me a takeaway from that, like so we can sound smart? Uh, the lesson is: let me tell you, the uh, ancient philosopher Mistopheles said that physical. No, no, it's none of that shit. It's just kind of hilarious to watch, and all the people flipping out. 
all like the, the bow tie wearing people, like the Wall Street Journal crowd and others like, I can't believe how decorum. Oh, give it up. Will you stop? These people hate you. They are nothing but tools. We elect them to do stuff. They want to duke it out on the Capitol Hill floor. I give exactly zero shits. Don't care. Just don't duke it out in my house. <laughs> All right, back to serious stuff. This is the educational stuff. Hey, we're in the how bad can, I mean, how bad can things get? We got people threatening UFC fights on the Capitol Hill floor. Folks, the economic numbers came out yesterday. They were no good. They're really bad. Now, listen, I love economics. I get, I'm going to keep this short. I get a lot of you hate it, but about 80% like it. The inflation numbers popped yesterday, and they're not even accurate. The way they're measuring healthcare spending is ridiculous. If you want a full takedown on the healthcare spending stuff, uh, check out EJ Antoni. We're trying to get him on the radio show later. They're basically, they're, they're screwing up intentionally how you pay premiums and what portion the company's allowed to keep. I don't want to get into it too much. They're basically trying to play it down. The inflation number is bullshit. It's much higher. Having said that, even with the games, it's still high. Here's a quick Rick Santelli hit on this. I want to tell you why this is, folks, this, if something's going to make it bad enough fast, it's going to be this. Check this out. What I would consider potentially the most important, even though it's ex-food and energy, is year-over-year CPI, 4%. One-tenth lighter than we were expecting, one-tenth lighter than our last look, which was 4.1. And the metric there, and this is a biggie, we haven't been under 4% since May of 2021. Yes, under 4% since May of 2021. Folks, that's the point. Joe Biden is basically making the point now that inflation's come down 65%. The point is prices haven't. Do you get what Rick Santelli's saying? Prices have been running at an annualized 4% increase since for almost two years now. For more than two years now. They've been running at twice the rate of inflation. In one case, we got up to 9%. The prices have never come down. See, liberals are, do you understand how liberal, how dumb liberals are? Inflation and prices, although interrelated, are not the same thing. If I increase a price, say I'm selling a, a I'm selling this Secret Service coin. This is from the Special Operations team, and I say, guys, I'm going to sell you this coin for ten dollars. And then next month, I say I'm increasing the price to eleven, a ten percent hike. And then I say, oh, but the next month I'm only going to increase it, uh, not ten percent, but five percent. The price is still more than ten dollars. Matter of fact, it's still more than 11. The price has never come down, even though the price increase is less than half of what I made it last month. Everything for you is more expensive. This is the biggest scam ever, and inflation is the quickest way to kick you in the nuts. All right, I got a lot more to get to before. Remember, Crowder, tomorrow, two hours. Don't forget, the start time is different tomorrow. You can always watch it at your regular time. It'll just, you know, be on a little bit of the delay for you. That's fine. But if you want to watch the live show, 9 a.m. Eastern time, we're going to go two hours. Me and Steve, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So because me and Steve together, I've been doing his show for years. It's always freaking bananas, folks. We have two like uncontainable volcanic personalities. So I don't even think I'm responsible for what happens tomorrow. Serious stuff, though, yesterday, an enormous rally in D.C., uh, the crowd estimates were over 200,000 people. I've heard them as high as 270,000 people. There was a rally in support of Israel in Washington, D.C. yesterday. 
Uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, the turnout was substantial. I think the pro-terrorist side thought they had a leg up, turning out people in big cities, ripping down American flags, uh, sk- uh, screaming to kill the Jews and all this stuff. Yesterday showed you that the civilized man side has numbers too. Uh, they were marching against um, this kind of bullshit. I want to show you this clip because I want to show you Listen, I can't say this enough. I absolutely, resolutely protect your right to free speech. You are perfectly entitled to a legal opinion. I mean, you can't go to threaten to kill someone, threaten to kill your wife. That's not free speech. It's a threat. It's menacing. But political free speech, you are absolutely entitled to say, I love the Palestinians. I hate Israel. You can say, I disagree with you, but you should say, and I'll protect your right to say that, even though I disagree with you. My problem with this debate, which I said yesterday, and I'm going to say again because it's important because I don't like doing segments twice, is that my experience in this and how I got not converted but got well-informed on this is that if you're talking to people who are on the pro-Palestinian side, they very rarely know what they're talking about. I'm sorry, they just, some do. And they're just, you know, have an opinion that just sucks, but protected. When you talk to people who know what they're talking about on the Israel side of this, they usually have the facts. Piers Morgan did this interview with Jeremy Corbyn. Piers Morgan is not even like a pro-Israel guy, but he has Jeremy Corbyn. on. And do you know who Jeremy Corbyn is? You need to. I don't like to get too wonky with this stuff on overseas politics, but this is important. This guy is a flaming liberal near communist. He is a United Kingdom politician. This guy was the head of the liberal movement over there for a while. And he, anyone who understands international politics can vouch for me in the chat nearly dismantled the left-wing movement in the UK. He nearly destroyed it because he's such a rabid anti-Semite and a lunatic, he almost took the whole party down with him. They're only making a comeback now because even they got sick of him. So Piers Morgan had him on the show. Folks, I'm just asking you a simple question here. The Hamas people, I'm going to show you the video next of what they did, blowing off this guy's arm and all this stuff. They're obviously terrorists, right? Pretty simple question. This goes on for about a minute, 20 seconds. The guy will not answer the freaking question. You tell me who's right or wrong. Take a look. Can we have a discussion? Can you call them a terrorist? Can we have a discussion? Can you call them a terrorist? Is it possible to have a rational discussion? Are you prepared to call Hamas a terror group? Is it possible to have a rational discussion? You can't, can you? Is it possible? Come on, answer that question. You can't, can you? You answer it. No. My okay. show, you answer my question. Well, are, Hamas, you are, the, are Hamas a terror group? Listen, can I... Are they a terror group? Piers, can I speak? Answer the question. Can I speak? Are they a terror group? Piers. No, no. If you let me speak, Are I'll they say, a terror group? If you'll let me speak, Piers. I'll say something. Go on, then. A ceasefire means both sides. You said and, that. Are they a terror group? Listen, I said that because are they that a terror group? part of the process. Are they a terror and group? And will... Ha- can we go... Why can't you say it? Piers, can we go through what ought to be happening? Just answer my question. Why do you think are Hamas most a terror nations group? in the world are calling for a ceasefire? Are Why Hamas a terror group? Come on, answer that. Are answer me. No, You've it's got not so many, your show. You've got so many opinions. Why should I answer yours when you won't day? answer mine? Why do you give out your opinions all day and every day? Are Hamas, you don't like it are Hamas a, ter- back on are Hamas a terror group? Yes or well, no? You won't, let, you won't like it when somebody yes pushes no. back on you. What I've said is... I've asked you two questions. Should Hamas stay in power and are they a terror group? You're refusing to answer either. 
either of them. They that is very telling. And you wonder, it's not very and you wonder it's why not, people think you had a problem not with Jewish people. It's not very telling at all. Right? What is you very wonder, telling is your inability to keep quiet for 30 seconds yeah. to allow anybody to I, answer a question. On my show, I ask people questions. You shout at people. Normally, they answer them. I, you shout at people. I, no, no, only when they won't answer the question. I, you shout at people all the you've time. Deliberately you not, you've Piers. deliberately not answered my question. Piers, Piers. Folks, that goes on for 20 more seconds. I had to cut it out to not drive you crazy. The guy can't answer the question. Listen, I'm no fan of Piers Morgan. I've debated this guy on, on, on guns. and other. It's out. You can go look at it yourself. But again, I'm interested in reality. There's one side who knows what they're talking about and one that doesn't. You ask them simple questions, they can't answer it. I've asked a thousand times to people who support the other side, how come there are no Jews in the Arab world? Uh, uh, but how come there are a lot of Arabs in Israel? Uh, 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 occupation. They go through the list of talking points and that don't fit at all, by the way. They just don't know what they're talking about. Our Hamas terrorists. I'm going to warn you before I play this video. Thank you, Joe, for reminding me. This is extremely graphic, especially the beginning. I'm going to warn you now. We got 89,000 people watching. I don't mind at all if you have to skip. It's perfectly fine. I'm not in this for the clicks. This is the October 7th attack. Before you play it, I'm going to wait. I mean, I'll call for it. But These Hamas demon savages... They had thrown a grenade into a bomb shelter that a bunch of young men and women had fled to. In Most of the people in there died. Some of the people in the bomb shelter did not. They're probably deaf. Their eardrums were probably blown out. You can see there's blood all over them. And you're going to see in the initial part of this, and I'm warning you in advance, this one guy, you're going to see something that looks like an arm, but isn't. Play the video, and as we're watching it, you tell me, are these people terrorists or not? See this guy? I want you to pay, look at that. That's an arm, but what's left of it. They're in shock right now, being held at gunpoint by a bunch of demon savages. You see the bomb shelter there? They're pulling them out. What does it look like? Those freedom fighters to you? What does it look like? They're fighting the occupation or whatever? Those real liberty lovers right there, you want them as your neighbors? Just blew the kid's arm off. Taking them now as hostile. I got to get a few slaps in too, just to make sure you, you know, the ultimate indignity. It's freedom fighters, folks. Real, real warriors. Yeah, it's, it's got a ceasefire. Right, right. It's got a ceasefire. That's real bravery. It takes a real man to throw a grenade in a bomb shelter and then at the gunpoint slap him around while he's missing his arm. Guys are real heroes, man. You can't answer the question. You can't make a point about Palestinian statehood without saying conclusively that what you just saw is terrorism. Fuck is wrong with you, man. Now you see why Jeremy Corbyn, even the left in the United Kingdom, wants nothing to do with him. I'm open to any argument about a fair process over there, any argument at all, to get some kind of lasting peace if it's ever going to happen. But it ain't going to happen like this without calling these sons of bitches out. I'm sorry, man. All right, I want to do this self-defense thing. We had a lot more to get to. But this is a stupid person alert first. I always have to give you a warning because I don't want to dumb you down 
You're going to need some fish oil, some EPA or something after we do the stupid people segments. You know, this performer on a lighter note, Pink, uh, she's actually kind of a moron. But she's a hard worker. I saw this uh, 60 Minutes Sir special on her. She appears to work very hard. But she's still a moron. Like, she's really not that smart. So she's making this claim that Ron DeSantis and the Republicans banned a whole bunch of books in Florida. Which is weird because this NBC News headline, producer Jim sent this to me. And he's like, this is so strange. Pink is giving away 2,000 banned books at Florida concerts. Anyone in the chat picking up the issue with that headline? You guys getting this? How the fuck you give away banned books out of Florida if they're banned? Has anybody asked? Does NBC News even vet their own headlines? Pink to give away banned books in Florida out of Florida concert. I thought they were banned. So I guess they're not banned. Matter of fact, some of the books she's giving away are not only not banned, community note strikes again, they're on the recommended reading list in the state of Florida. I take that back. The, re- the required <laughs> reading list. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't help these people. They are freaking morons. The woke infection has these people's brains. It's like a virus or it's like a, a some kind of renegade protein, like a prion. And it takes over their brains like that. The Last of Us series, like the mushroom fungus, man. These people are so freaking stupid. This is a major performer worth tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars who fell for a fake list of banned books. He's right. The list is fake. It's not real. And this resonated with morons because just like Jeremy Corbyn and others, they don't do any homework, folks. This is what we're up against. And this is why when we say, why aren't things bad enough that they're going to change people? Because people don't think they're bad enough. They say, well, maybe bad enough, but I don't want to vote for Republicans. They're banning to kill a mockingbird. Okay, that's just not true. You just made that up. Oh, yeah, the COVID statistics, how how they believe the COVID fatality rate is like 91%. The uh, police kill black men. Uh, 40% of the black population has been murdered by police or something. They, everything they believe is wrong. That the, the, the Jews occupy Gaza. They do. They left in 2005. Oh, oh shit, that ruins my argument. They, they don't know anything, these idiots. Pink, we're going to give away these books. They're banned. They're actually not banned. They're required reading. And if they're banned, how are you giving them away in Florida? Has anybody thought this through? Here's Disney, by the way, before I get to the, before I get to the end. Disney is making an idea. Disney can't destroy their company. If you're a shareholder of Disney, you have to be furious. Never has a company this big sabotage its brand so badly. Disney's latest move is to give pronoun pins to its Epcot janitors. Good luck with that. Have fun. You never see me in Epcot again. I've been there. Been there a long time ago. Nice place. I'm done. Disney, forget. I mean, you want it. If you're a shareholder of this company, you have to be so freaking furious right now. All right. I promise you we get to this. Folks, you know I love these uh, self-defense segments. They matter to me because I want you to stay alive. The golden rule of the show. Do I have my shirt? This is cutesy time is over, which is available. Oh, no, this is don't get dead. Don't get that. The golden rule of the shirt. Don't get that. It's back. Store.bongino.com if you want one. Our proceeds go to charity. But one of the ways to not get that is learn how to defend yourself. Now, 
I will say first, if you can get away from an altercation, get away, no matter what. There's no excuse, period. Get away. Oh, my ego's going to be hurt. I don't want to look like a coward. Don't get dead. I don't care. The guy could have a knife. He could cut you. If you can't get away, i.e. like you're a police officer or something and your job is to not get away, and you get into a fight like this police officer, I want to show you how this, a couple things in this video. Can we play it as a VO? Okay, I want you to watch how this starts first. Remember I told you the mid-range is the worst? How you either want to be far away or up close? You're watching it right now. You see in that mid-range how this guy can punch this cop? You see that? This kid knows what he's doing here. All right, now the cop starts to get the upper hand a little bit. You see he gets headlocked a little bit after this. he gets a, These bad guys will always go for your head. Every single time, by the way. And headlock's rather easy to get out of. I can't demo it here, but we got some special stuff coming up. But I want you to watch something. You see the kid gets tired. You're going to see eventually, they've only got about 90 seconds in them of juice, these guys, I noticed, but they will have superhuman strength. You see how he's going? Here we go. He's going to figure out now this thing I told you the other day, that whoever controls the hips controls the fight. You see now how the cop's in charge? Why? Because his hips, look, are on top of the bad guy's hips. And when your hips are on top of the bad guy's hips on the ground, it's hard for him to move. Look, you see how now he's in charge? There's this, the bad guy wants to grab the head. Do not grab the head. You want to control the hips. Look, the guy on the ground don't know what to do now. This cop got it. He got on top of him. He's got that hip control. He's got him mounted. And his body weight is on top of this guy's hips. And the guy's hips are on the ground. So it's very hard for him to move. I can't tell you enough how important this is. I've seen a thousand people in street fights. In other words, they try to they try to grab legs, they try to grab arms, they try to grab heads. Don't do that. Stay in that hip control, like that guy is. I don't know if he's going to have issues with that or what later on, but it's unfortunate these guys are scrutinized for everything. But that could have ended up really badly. So there's two takeaways: he who controls the hips controls the fight. If you can put your hips and get them on top of theirs. You can keep them pinned to the ground relatively closely and you can at least stay alive. And the second lesson, get the hell out of that mid-range no matter what. That mid-range right there, you see right there, thanks, is devastating. You're in punching range, everything. Do whatever you can to break that grip and push him away. Either push him away or grip him like a boxer when a boxer's in the clinch because that's what's going to happen. You're just going to get punched and you're going to get punched and you're going to get punched. Stay the hell out of that mid-range. All right, last video of the day. We'll be doing these. I really enjoy these. I hope you like you. Do you guys like them in the chat? I mean, I really just do it for you because I enjoy the shit out of this stuff. It's my favorite thing to talk about. To be honest. I could do the whole show on this. Uh, last video of the day, I just want to play this to show you how crazy the mask stuff is. This is Kevin Kylie and Rosa DeLauro. Kylie's a Republican and Rosa DeLauro's a Democrat. You know I hate the mask thing? Kevin Kiley's introducing an amendment to ban mask mandates for, for children, which is a genius move. I want you to listen. He's asking Rosa DeLauro, a communist leftist here, do you have any evidence whatsoever as she fights against the amendment that these masks do anything whatsoever? I want you to watch this to show again, like he said before, how the left doesn't know anything about anything ever, and yet they run their mouths all the time. You're going to hear Rosa DeLauro first. 
She has no evidence. She goes right to emotion. Not a single shred of evidence. This stuff works. Check this out. You know, we all experienced a very traumatic period in our lives with COVID-19. And yes, there were, you know, masks. We're trying to find our way forward to protect people in this country. That is essentially what it's all about. You can have a, a, a disagreement, but why would we prohibit the use of funds? by HHS or any grantee to implement a mask mandate at Head Start programs when there is no federal mask requirement in place. I oppose the amendment and I yield back. The gentlelady from Connecticut yields back the balance for time. The gentleman from California is recognized. To be very clear, I just asked the gentlewoman to provide us with some evidence in support of her position after she herself claimed that her position was evidence-based and she could not do so. Just like the Secretary of Health and Human Services could provide no evidence uh, for a policy that has been rejected broadly uh, across the world. So uh, I would strongly urge passage of this amendment. It is past time to restore some sanity in this country and to make sure that the sort of harmful, uh, unevidence-based policies that so many Americans have to live with uh, never again return in this country thank you and i yield the remainder of my time uh, good for him i don't know this guy all politicians hate you so i you know i just think of him as tools but that he that's a good tool to get rid of these stupid mask mandates by the way joe brought up the key point rosa deloro looks like martha from that medicaid commercial medicare commercial i'm not calling i'm not calling. that that's rosa deloro purple haired martha i'm not calling i'm not calling that's martha Martha is in Congress. We didn't even know. She's got purple hair. She goes by AKA Rose DeLauro. They want a mask mandate for you, kid, or they want, to, they, they want to preserve the discretion to do it, despite no evidence it actually works, because that's what power-hungry lunatics and communists are like. All right, killer show today. Again, if you want, don't get dead. It's back. They're really soft, too. Don't get dead. Store.bongino.com. We have the, uh, uh, what's today, Wednesday? So we will be doing that podcast tomorrow early. 9 a.m. Eastern time, two hours live with Crowder. There'll be no podcast on Friday, unfortunately. I got to do some traveling. Got some stuff to go on, uh, going on there. And book signing Friday, that's where I'll be headed to. In, uh, in, uh, in uh, what's it called? Grapevine. Grapevine Mills Mall, 2 o'clock. Books a million. So check us out there. Folks, thanks so much. 92,000 people. We'd love to see you here. It's such an honor. I'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern time. See you there. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.